Thank you for the opportunity to begin the Bechizik, what we call the June's Man. I was thinking that we're all familiar with the Gemara, Ashmi Shamoli Batayra, Isa Nachas Yochayetzre. We usually think of Amelis Batayra correctly to mean to exert all of one's energies in understanding a sugya. That Amelis Batayra means, again, correctly, that we invest all the kokos that we have. Because we often, our minds are often so compartmentalized and in different, thinking about different things to try to bring kokos that are normally spread out and try to focus them. Klayokar says in the beginning of Bechukhoisai and the Rashi and the Gemara that that Amelis is also carving out the time. As you get older, so this becomes more apparent that carving out the time, being able to shut out for periods of time all the different requirements life brings requires a tremendous amount of kayach, tremendous dedication, tremendous avelus. So we're here in the yeshiva, we're a smaller group than the broader Talmudia yeshiva, and there are many, many important and necessary pressures on many of our chaverim during this period of time that takes them to different places and they don't find the way back to the base of Medrash, each one because they have important things to do and no doubt will increase their learning later on. But we should appreciate that uh, we are a Zoha to be here in Yeshiva during these, uh, these weeks. So we are Amela Torah. We've been successful in being able to make sure that this time is time that's very much part of this man belongs to this man there's no question that uh, that the learning that we have during these few weeks will have a tremendous amount of uh, and great potency and there's a greater a greater accomplishment that we're here in the yeshiva now those who are here for Baruch Hashem three starim those who are here only for Two storm again because of cheshbonis that'll increase their learning later on. So that is it's, it's so important not only to rebbeinu shalom it's important to our yeshiva because that's what establishes that the limud Torah is driven by limud Torah. The limud Torah is driven by the the time that's available to us. And a yeshiva benefits in a uh, immeasurable way by more and more talmidim whose kivias item is unhinged with uh, with the college, unhinged with uh, the other things that drive our schedule. That would drive the, our limud is the bikush to learn. That's what these few weeks we call the June's man. There's a sefer that many of you are familiar with, Dorosh David. If it's a very, uh, very nice compilation of Divrei Machshava, of Divrei Torah, 
it's particularly close to my heart because uh, the Arish David is written by David Hofstetter. And most of you know this is David Hofstetter because uh, of the Dirishu organization. He's an unusual person. And you'll see him almost every week in Hamodia, probably Yeted. You'll see him almost every week sitting up in a dais with the uh, Shulorbach or Eilish uh, Steinman or Chaim Kanievsky. And he uh, is a person of, of means. And he's obviously using a lot of his philanthropy to accomplish more and more for Talmud Torah. David Hofstad I knew growing up, we weren't particularly close. We dabbled in the same show, we knew each other, we had a good relationship. But when he was young, he certainly was not the kind of person that you'd say, he's going to be up in a day as next to Chaim Kenyevsky and next to Shul Harbach. He himself would tell you that. I'm not, uh, but he has a, a thriving business. He has a Kul Boyke every morning, learn seriously. Then goes on to the thriving, and then he's done so much for expressing the importance of accomplishing in Torah. But he was a very, very, he was always a talented young man, but a very, very regular, talented young man. And that's why his uh, story is a, a story of great inspiration. He writes, he has the following cash in the Sefer. He says, why is the Parsha Nesiyim in this week's Parsha? The Parsha Nesiyim belongs to Parsha Shemini. That's the dedication of the Mishkan. So why was it left out to be after the parish of Nozir? He suggests that the Baruch wants to indicate to us that a Nozir begins the regular guy. A Nozir makes a decision which in our minds is not such an earth-shattering decision. He's not going to drink wine, not going to make time lemaise, not going to get a haircut, Baruch Hu wanted to point out to us that if a person can make the step to be a Nazir, then that person can become a Nazir. It doesn't have to be born into Nazir. It has to be a Mevakesh Hashem, a Mevakesh Limit. A person has to be a person whose schedule is driven around Talmud Torah, driven around learning and understanding more. Everybody who's here in Yeshiva now has that drive. Everyone in Yeshiva now has a, uh, the capacity to move himself to become one of the Nesiyah Yisrael. Hashem Shem Pinkish Tzal, one of the great Bali Machshav of the other Yeshiva before he was tragically killed some, several years ago. So he raises the question that we say in this week's Parsha that Nazir is referred to as Nezer Elokov Al Roshai. Laviv Ulimol Achimol Chosol Yitamulahem Bimoisam. Ki Nezer Elokov Al Roshai is wearing the crown of the Rebbeinu Shalom. What did the person? The person decides not to drink wine because he decided not to have wine. Nezer Elokov Al Roshai. He decides he's not going to go. He won't be part of the Chaver Kedisha. He's not going to go to Levias. He's not uh, going to cut his hair. So that becomes Nezer Lakov Rosho. And Nezer Lakov is a person who's Yom Malayla Mesem Benrish. A person who's davening is fantastic. A person who lives 
with Midos truth, and that's Nezel Akaviration. A Jew decides not to have wine. Nezel Akaviration, so Shinping says that's the point. A person can ultimately have Nezer el he takes one step of Gevurah, it's a small step of Gevurah. It's not an earth-shattering step of Gevurah. But once he shows to himself that he can be misgaber on something, once you've beaten a Yetzer once, so then a person knows he has the Kayach. A person who decides that these are weeks of Talmud Torah, that his schedule is not going to be a schedule that's driven by the college. His schedule will be written by his bigush to learn. It's part of the year. If we don't learn now, I haven't point out, I tell me to retire here of hearing this. If we would just learn during the college schedule, we would learn for 26 weeks a year. And that's assuming you learn all the way through midterms and learn through reading week. How are you talking? A person can master Aksubis. In 26 years, 26 weeks of a year. What are you talking? So, if we're here, it means that uh, our orientation, our minds, our minds are in wanting to accomplish and learning. That Gevura, to be learning when it's a little bit hotter, when it's more humid, when it's more difficult, when so many of our Chaveirim pursuing other things that's the Gevura of the Nazir and that can reach Nasius, and that deserves Kinezer Elokavla Rosha I was thinking this morning that the first part of the story of the Nazir is the Nazir who happens to become Tomei beyond his control Teres says that it happened to him the second part of the parsha is the person who completes Nazirus but the first part of the parish is the Pesach Pisa, and it happened that Vichiyomus Mesa Lov Pesach Pisa. Vitime Roshinizra, Vigilach Rosha, Vim Terosa, Vim Shvi Yagalchana. It happened, it was beyond his control. And he has to bring a Korban Chatas. Why is he bringing a Korban Chatas? The end, he has to bring a Korban Chatas because he completes Nazirus, Ramban, a lot to talk about. Why is he bringing a Korban Nazirus? Because. He happened to be in a place where a person was uh, nifter. He was doing big yachol. The guy next door was nifter. What? I would, was, I'm not sure, but I was thinking that a person who has an aliyah in Kedusha, a person who is successful in accomplishing more, it could be a small aliyah, but has to realize that that Ali is fragile and requires Shmira. A person has a better dabbling, a better learning, a person has to realize the fragility of an Ali and has to require tremendous Shmira. So the person didn't make a mistake by happening to be in a place where a person happened to, be, happened to drop dead. It's not his control. Why is he being called Chatas? But a person took an aliyah in Ruchnius, which in itself is very fragile. Maybe that he shouldn't have done. Maybe a person has to realize that every aliyah in Ruchnius requires a tremendous, tremendous amount of shmirah to make sure that 
it's going to maintain itself. And that, I think, is one of the other goals and accomplishments of a person learning during this period of time. During these few weeks, most of us are less encumbered by college studies. Some of us are not encumbered at all. Some of us taking a course, but it's still not the same thing as during the, the semester. And the ability to be more immersed in one's learning. Even though it's difficult, even though you don't have the same chaverim, you don't have the same coil of learning, you don't have the same hemshech of shurim, it's difficult. But the immersion in learning now sometimes will beat the immersion in learning during the course of the, of the semester. And that immersion is a, is a tremendous form of, of shmira, being able to maintain one's, uh, one's learning. We say, we understand now, certainly Mechanchem, Yerubayim, we're always discussing this, that to be immersed in learning now is much, much harder than it was 10, 20 years ago. The, the onslaught of, of uh, on, on our minds, the Pizar on Nefesh, the frequency with which anything that we do is interrupted, whether it's by a phone call, by a text, by all these things that are part of our lives, but the onslaught, you think about that there's a, that there is a, a huge, a huge, uh, Business, a huge enterprise in, in, in today's culture, whose entire goal is to interrupt people. You know, that's the whole business, a huge business, whether it's emails or tech, to catch people's attention. So we're up against one of the strongest forces that our culture has. So it's much harder. And if a person is successful in finding more moments, more time when they're immersed in learning and are able to shut out the outside for periods of time, that's a a great source of, of Hanah and a great source of accomplishment. When we say the Birch HaSatar every morning so we stop for a moment and say we ask the Rebbe to make the Torah sweet for us. There's no other mitzvah where Chazal designed a bracha have a make it sweet for us. Only Talmud And I think the reason is that the pleasure, the hanor of learning, the sweetness of learning only happens when a person has some success of being somewhat immersed in learning. It means that we may have it more difficult now, but it's not as if this never happened before. Ever since Bayez Shani, in increasing fashion, we've had it more difficult to concentrate. We know it from davening. We know how the you find that the times that you've shown already don't have the same kavanas. So Chazal already gave us a bracha from Bayez Shedi, the Har of Noah Shemalakeinu. 
to ask the Kishbaruch to help us, to make it sweeter, to make us have the ability to have the more chance of immersing inside turn. I'll give you two I, sources of chizak that I found myself. Came across a, a margula b'fumia of Chazan Yecheskel. He was one of the ge'oinim, one of the brilliant minds of the 20th century. He once he used to have the following margula b'fumia. It's not shut by any means, but the fact that he had this kind of a quip is instructive. He would say, a person comes to a sugya and the sugya is difficult and it's hard to crack it and it's hard to make it through it's hard to have the the zetzvah to go through it gives him an it's a This is the eight says, immerse yourself. Try to block out everything else. So the Chazan Yecheskel, one of the greatest Goyim in the 20th century, already was concerned. And he thought this was an Eitsa. So that should give us Chizuk as well. And finally, we'll finish up with a, a comment. He says that uh, one of the greatest challenges we have is that when we make the Baruch of Aharev, we're still Fashlofen. And a good day, we, maybe by Barosham or Ashrei, he says, if we would stop for a few moments before saying Aharev and wake ourselves up, and stop for a few moments and understand what we're saying. And have a, a heartfelt tefillah. The Harev Nok, and Baruchu, please, we know that there is such a sweetness, such a mesikos in learning. And we know that we can achieve that mesikos when we're, when we're immersed, when there aren't outside pressures on us, when we're focused. And if we stop for a moment, say Baharev with a full heart, so Shaman says there's no doubt that it would have an impact. Mrs. Alman Melzer used to say that he could tell in the course of his learning during the day when he said Baharev the Kavanah. So, not Madrega of Islam and Melzer. But you're all here. You're all here in June. You're all Osa Nachas Ruach Liyotzre. So I have no doubt that if you'd say Vaharev, a little bit more, come on, three more seconds, you can imagine the To'elis that will be in the learning during these weeks, in the Chazorah during these three weeks, and the impact it'll make not only for our own learning, but ultimately in raising our yeshiva. And we thank you very much.